0: Hello listeners and welcome to Realising Your Dolce Vita with Alana and Nina. We are two passionate women on a mission to help you achieve your Dolce Vita. We live ours and want to share how we got here. It took us years to visualise, but most importantly, how we turned that vision and dream into a reality. In this series, we will help you realise so many things that add up to feeling great and functioning well watch out for the great guests we also have lined up for you. How are you doing today Nina? I'm good thank you, how are you? Yeah really really good, we're in the sunshine and it's so lovely being together and in fact which links us beautifully on to our topic for today and it's all about love Um, Love is so important and it's one of our key routes to evolve on the Evolveray Retreat. Um, It's a powerful emotion and we want to really explore self-love and also sharing love, giving love and being in community. So, before we start, if you want to know any other information about the Realising Your Dolce Vita, go to our website, which is www.evolvere.com. We're also on Instagram, Realising Your Dolce Vita, and Facebook and LinkedIn. So, I'm going to now ask Nina all about... The Power of Love. There's a so, song in there, isn't there? <laughs> there is a song. I think there's a few songs. It must be the most used vocal in in everything. Absolutely. But do you know what? I want to explore first of all, Nina, why is it some people don't love themselves? Because the greatest love of all is loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a big question
1: to kick off with, a Alana. It that's surely a, is. It surely is. That's a big hitter. Um, my thoughts on that would be that I think as we grow older, we become potentially disconnected with our true selves. I think that life can get in the way. I think as we journey from a child through to teenage years and becoming an adult, experiences can leave us a little bit scarred, a little bit battle bruised. And I think that can all play a part in having a lack of connection to our true selves. So we start to see each other, sh- see ourselves through other people's eyes rather mm. than through our own eyes. Yeah. And I think that lack of connection to the self um, and having a sense of really knowing what's in your heart, seeing it, accepting it and embracing it for all that it is, that perfectly imperfect phrase that we see everywhere, you know, these days. Love that. I think that is something that... um that we lose sight of as we as we journey through life, and I think that can lead us down different paths, meaning that our
0: connection to self love can get a little bit lost at times it can, and there 's so many influences that can affect it. a few words, a few sentences can really affect how yeah. we feel about
1: ourselves yeah, for sure, for sure, and sometimes that can be our perception, sometimes that can be you know we need to sense check that with others and and or else sometimes it can just be a question of looking inwards and thinking move on past that you know in those situations but yeah i think i think by and large experiences in life can can lead us down this this disconnect that means that we lose that lose sight of that sense of self-love but i do yeah. believe it's always still in there it's just a question of seeking it out and finding things that, that bring you to that place yeah
0: no great point and so perfectly oh. led into what brings you to that place
1: yeah good question so well I mean probably obviously yoga for me yoga and meditation um would be the things that that help me feel like I'm practicing self-love and I do see it as a practice I see it as something that you have to activate and lean into Um, so those would be big ways for me I think it sounds really kind of a wee bit cheesy, but and a bit on that kind of like soft self care space. Mm-hmm. But I love a bath. So for me, just taking time out to have a bath, maybe some essential oils in there, and after a bath, I will use an oil to massage the whole of my body. So just love, really, love. To kind of really, almost like you would with a little baby, just you know activating that love into my skin, which is one of our largest organs, obviously. So just mm-hmm. I notice the shift if I take the time and do that really mindfully. Um. Yeah, there's, I think a re, you, I know you love your walks in nature. I do. I love getting out to nature and have just taking time for myself. And I think really it probably isn't planned, the way that we've talked about planning this yeah. week as well. It probably isn't planned, but prioritising myself and my needs in, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, really is when I know that I'm practising self-love. That's when I'm in a good space with myself. So
0: really interesting. You talk about there um, very much investing in yourself so Mm. not having your beautiful son around you your husband your friends it's really about investing time in yourself would you agree
1: yeah do even things like you know for me, some of the work I do with clients is around looking at the five ways of well-being. So that connection is important. You know, keeping active is important, mm. but taking time just to take notice of what's happening inside of myself. What do I need today to make me feel well? To be, we talk about feeling good and functioning well, don't yes. we? And I know that love is one of our feeling good factors. So how do I bring myself back to that? And I. I do. On a daily basis, I'll think, what do I need? And if that's a nap, that's a nap. If that's some yoga, that's some yoga. But practicing that element of just coming back to yourself and creating a little space in the day or the week
0: to just do what my body, mind and soul needs to do to be loved. That's wonderful because I think so many people and perhaps in the work they do mm-hmm. find that difficult to just yeah. go and have a nap how wonderful that you can actually do that and you're aware of it so many yeah. people i don't think are and it doesn't need to be very long no. for me especially again when we've talked about menopause but
1: especially for me at the moment 20 minutes can just refresh me or even if yeah. it's not a nap that might be a practice of yoga nidra the yogic sleep that just Refreshes my system and brings me back into a positive balance place. We talk about balance, don't we and that's yeah the joy if there are 10 routes
0: to evolve is that they all completely overlap a little bit. They completely mm-hmm. link. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you a question, not 10. Ooh. How much do you love yourself? Ten being the Ooh. ultimate. Well, t- it's funny, isn't it? Because I probably have days where I'm ten out
1: of ten, and I probably have days where I'm four out of ten, five out of ten. You know, sure. but I guess so. Then I guess the average is an eight out of ten, and I feel comfortable and happy with that. You know, I think that there's always one of the, another one of the five ways to well being is keep learning, and I think we can all keep learning about ourselves, keep learning about what makes us happy, and I think some of the stuff we're talking about here with self love is going back to that inner child you know who are you on the inside and what does she need to feel loved and valued Mm. in the world and -hmm. I think the more that we can all you know parent ourselves that's something that becoming a mother has helped me really get in touch with is you know you meet yourself in those interactions with your child so how do I parent myself to give myself the love and keep nurturing that inner child to keep myself productive as an adult.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so important. And the other thing there that you touched on is um, average 8 out of 10, Mm. which I think is pretty good. Mm. And I think it's really important to actually have that measure because then you are aware when you need to think about it. Mm, It's a really good question. I haven't thought of it that way before, to be honest. And a lot of our guests that come are probably... um, well nearly all very very busy women to the Mm -hmm. retreat usually juggling family juggling work juggling relationships and i would say out a big percentage of of women um actually do not give enough time to themselves because they're the ones that after the work number Mm -hmm. one then the children then the husband they've not got a lot of energy left to give to themselves yeah Yeah, that's
1: right. That's right. And I think I can really see how that can happen. And so, you know, for me, when I talk about an average, there's definitely times where I think, you know, I've prioritized lots of other things. And I know we touched on one of our earlier episodes about my people pleasing and how I'm a recovering people pleaser. And actually, some of these practices have really helped me with that because I historically would have found myself in a position where I'd stretch myself to the hilt for everyone around me and not really prioritize myself in the same on the same level and i think some of these practices that i'm talking about can really help me come back to that place of actually mm. what do i need and yes it's great that you know that i'll put myself i'll prioritize my child or my house or my family or whoever friends whatever it might be work all of the things, but unless I'm looking after myself, I can't extend that
0: out. 100%. I think when you're not feeling great yourself, you're not you uh, giving out that love.
1: Absolutely. And I
0: know it's a real cliche where they talk about filling up your own cup
1: before filling up others, but there really isn't any better analogy for that kind of no. idea. You know, we do have to start with ourselves so that we've got. Ourselves in a like a really a place where we can have a long, productive, healthiest life we can possibly have, so that our cup is totally filled up,
0: and then we can share that with others. Do you think, Nina, every day, um, everybody should try and give themselves some time? to think about these things, even if it's only 10 minutes. Yeah, I do. I I
1: really do. I think the 10 minutes before you wake up and, well, sorry, after you've woken up and before you get out of bed, those 10 minutes are the most critical, I think, in the whole day because you've got a little bit of a window to sense check how you're feeling. And if it is, like, that's lovely we question around, like, you know, how much am I loving myself this morning? How much am I loving my life this morning? How am I feeling about life this morning in this body, in this mind, in this breath? and then to set that intention you know you you spoke the when we one of our previous episodes you mentioned about waking up and saying mm-hmm. um you know it's going to be a good day but i'm sure you don't wake up every day thinking that naturally you know so it's that mm-hmm. intention setting i think is cuz you do critical. quite a
0: little bit of journaling in the morning i do moment, a little journal
1: you? yeah I do a little i do a little journal in the morning and i do a little gratitude practice at the end of the day so, both of those things just keep me sense checked and steady, so that I can kind of just look, well, it just creates a little book bookend on either end of the day, really. Yeah, and I love think that's life.
0: important. That's really important. Now, we, we're talking about loving ourselves as a whole being, but I guess there are two parts of ourselves, and it's the outer shell, our body, and it's our yoke. And I do use that. Um, term because i met a a lovely lady bernadette summers whilst we're in sorrento this year and she's wrote a book called the yoke and she describes the outer shell as the outer body and the yoke as the heart the soul um everything in your terms is usually used as internal landscape so Mm. it's quite a nice um reminder and if you've not read the book have a little listen to it but the the point is how significant is um loving the shell and the, the yoke do people put too much emphasis on appearance and the outer shell do you yeah, think yeah I think I think we I think we can all be guilty of that
1: I think we can all be guilty of that and I think definitely speaking for myself I probably was you know I just, as you well know, Alana, but I grew up in fashion retail, so I guess the environment that I was in, you know, really for me, the emphasis was on how things looked. It's on yeah. clothes, how they fit. It's you're looking at fashion magazines and all of that. Um, so I do think, and as a society, you know, our our focus on social media mm-hmm. has really has really kind of emphasised that as well. But even before social media, you know, there's always been that yeah. standard for women that it's about how you look. You know, we only have to look at Hollywood and. You know, the whole emphasis on age, the aging process, which we've talked about as well in one of our previous episodes. So from that perspective, um, I think as a society, we can do and um, even boiling it down to the yoga world. You know, there's so much Mm. emphasis on social media on one aspect of a yoga practice, which is the physical form. And, you know, the asana practice is only part of it. The movement practice is a very small part of the purpose of yoga. When we go back to the original purpose, it's stilling the modifications of the mind, so the distractions of the mind and how you still that through breath work, through meditation, through sense withdrawal, concentration, you know, the cleansing practices. You know, there's oh, so much yeah. to it. But yet of all, it's an easy option to see it through a headstand on Instagram, right? So someone seen as a really good yogi if they can do a headstand, but no one no one can tell from a picture what's going on in the yeah. psyche or the soul. So I, I do think as a society, we've become... Um, very visually obsessed yeah
0: i agree and it's so interesting you're going back to the yoga poses because um before i really got absorbed into yoga and really loved it it was about oh how flexible is my body can i touch my toes am i going to look good to uh, the teacher to Mm -hmm. nina but actually that for me now is quite secondary it's about how my breath is yeah. and you know how my mind is so it's really interesting that and I think until you really get absorbed into yoga you don't um appreciate it oh I'll absolutely love it for that. absolutely well when I was
1: I remember when I you know I practiced yoga as you know Alana, since you know oh, like 1999 oh, sure. or 2000 um and when I then went was going through my teacher training i started well I started getting really seriously into my practice probably 2010 and then did my teacher training in 2013 and at that stage i remember sharing that with some friends who were like you you know because i didn't yeah. necessarily fit their stereotype of what they thought a yoga teacher would be so it is really interesting um yeah i had someone say that my hips were too big once
0: oh <laughs> yeah. like
1: with your bottom and i was like <gasps> I might have a peachy bottom, but... Uh... A very
0: gorgeous bottom, <laughs> you know? as I see it many days when I'm doing your yoga practice. A gorgeous oh. bottom. But the, the other interesting thing is now social media is, like you say, all about um, perfection. It's the key thing, I think, to loving yourself is acceptance, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a bit like you in myself. I love myself, on average, probably eight or even a nine and that is my heart and my soul because I know I'm a good person and you know I look at my body would I like it a little bit different probably but you know what my tummy which is a chubby tummy I would say um I've given birth to two beautiful children and I accept that and love it the wrinkles on my face I'm getting to that age but it's all about how many times I've laughed and smiled with friends and family
1: yeah exactly that, it's, acceptance, yeah, it's isn't it? acceptance
0: and you know that's not to say we can
1: completely ignore everything you know like at the end of the day how we look is you know how we look is also important how we present the ourselves to the world as yes. part of our our psyche so it's not to say we're all gonna you know start not having showers and not cutting our hair and things like that but I think there's a balance to be had between and you know from a yoga perspective we talk about an alignment with the physical and you know what's happening on the internal landscape as well so there's yeah. an alignment between the love that you feel for the, the outside the appreciation we have for this body that carries us through every day and that's aligned with a self love that comes from the inside for the person that we Completely. are and you know we look at how you know you see this across the parenting world at the moment of you know particularly little girls and not just commenting on how they look so that their self esteem isn't just based on don't you look beautiful well i'm also smart clever caring Comfort. nurturing all the things that make up a, you know a female psyche that goes beyond looks so i think that there's a there's a societal pressure That at times that we're potentially oblivious to because we can often think you know I'm putting makeup on for myself or I'm wearing this item for myself or if you're tempted to have some work done for example that's a massive thing in Mm. in our current society it is that it's for yourself but really is it you know that would be the question is are you in that place of pure self-love really appreciating who you are before you've made that decision or is there an element of keeping up trying to hold on to something an attachment to something that that potentially is, it's now time to move to a different phase in.
0: Yeah. No, that great, doesn't come with any punch.
1: judgment. You know, you know, at the end of the day, if someone has reached that stage and they feel like they want to have some work done or whatever, that's, that's their choice to make. It's not for me to comment on that. But it, it does raise the question of the type of society that we live in, where a lot of the time it's women who feel that they need to keep up or they need to hold on to something yeah, yeah. as they age and progress, which is a natural process. Yeah, and a beautiful process, oh, just, all what a numbers, blessing. What, all a numbers. a blessing, you know, it's an absolute blessing to Correct. have this body and to be in this breath and to be given this opportunity to be here on this planet.
0: So, so right. So, Nina, how can mm. we help other women to love themselves? Well, I mean, we cover all of this on the Evolver Retreat.
1: We cover it every month in the She Collective on the virtual full, full moon retreat. Because it's not just, it is about building self-love. It's about getting connected with who you are. On the retreat, we do a lot of work where, you know, there's some going into inner child work. We do some work on their life and how, the, what their values are, how their life lines up with values. Um. So it's really getting our women connected with what they want out of this chance that they have on the planet and in this body that they have. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important so that they've got a clear idea of what they can appreciate, what they love about themselves and, and what, they're, what they're here to bring to the world. And yeah. really just accepting that and seeing that we're all flawed. We're all part of this human condition that by the very nature of it is flawed and has mistakes and, you know, all these varied emotions that we all have, that sure. we all juggle. And but living to the full. Yeah, exactly. Just ultimately going, all that doesn't matter because at some point we're all going to have our last breath. And actually what really matters is that we are love. We
0: are love. And that's all we are. Yeah, absolutely. And I think now we've talked a lot about self-love because for me, that's the most important, as we said earlier, so we can share our love, receive love and give love. How important for you is... um sisterhood community family and giving that love and receiving I think that's critical so again I mean I know I keep coming back to the five ways of well-being
1: but one of those is give back and I think that you know I think that if you're not you know it's really important that you're built that you're Giving that love that you've got filled up in your cup, so that your mm. cup gets refilled up by others. Yeah, you know, I think that's really important. So wherever that comes from, you know, whether that whether that is family for some people, that isn't necessarily their family of origins. For some people, it's their family of choice. You know, because their friends become family, and there's it just depends where you get that love and you feel that your cup is being filled up. I think it's really important to as part of Evolvery, that was one of our goals from the outset, was creating this sense of sisterhood and community so that the women could have a trusted space to turn to outside of their current relationships to get that support. And also people who've been on the journey with them, I think that's really important as Mm. well. So we were really clear on that. But in terms of the broader question, like I think that, I think that sharing love and getting love and taking it that's like just as in its purest form is yes. there's nothing better there's nothing better but part of that on the flip side of that part of that is around and we've talked about this before off 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 camera not really off camera but, <laughs> but outside of the podcast i guess is setting boundaries because sometimes yes. part of that self part of self love and part of sharing love with others is it does require some boundary setting because if you're not getting your cup filled up and it doesn't feel right Um, then
0: there sometimes is a sense that you have to then set a boundary in place so good point because part of love I think is forgiveness yeah Um, yeah forgiving is um essential part for your own being and for the um and and for others Mm. um how do you find forgiving oh I really struggle (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a that's a growing edge for me
1: shall we say I I mean I don't find it easy I don't find it easy and I think it's well and I think it's I actually think it's probably quite tough for a lot of people yeah I think that I think that it it's when you feel the need to to forgive it's usually because something has happened whether it's a perception or a reality it doesn't matter yeah for some reason your values feel like they've been crossed and we all have different values we all have different reasons that might find us in a position where forgiveness is necessary. But my you know, my experience of that as being something that I found really challenging, the practices that I now use to get to that point have been really helpful and I would say one of the meditations that we do frequently on retreat but also one of the ones that I use religiously for myself when I'm in this space is mm-hmm. a meta meditation where you start with yourself and you know there's certain phrases you can have a look on the internet or get in touch if you'd like to know what they are. but. For me, you can you can shape it up whichever way you like, but for me I use I am happy, I am well, I am loving and loved, I am my heart is at peace. And I you then use that to extend that out to your family, to your friends, and then you weave in challenging relationships to that yeah. so that you can send love to that person or people. You don't necessarily have to invite them into your life again if there's been a break or whatever, you know, whatever it might be, for lots of different reasons things can happen. And you, it then brings in choice. You've got that little bit of space, but yes. there's love there. And by sending people love, we all just ultimately, I think, want to be seen and appreciated and loved by others. You know, there's that sense of connection that we seek out as a human condition. So seeing that oneness in the other
0: allows us to forgive, I think. I absolutely agree. And the thing is, um, if you don't forgive, it can really affect your whole life. Yeah. And Nobody wants that. You want to let everything go freely, don't you?
1: Exactly, exactly. And I think if you hold, you know, from my own personal experience, if you hold on to things, they may end up eating you up. I and then mean, that self-love—we've gone full circle, I guess. We have it comes back to that first question. That can be one of the most detrimental, or the one of the biggest blocks, the big one of the biggest self-sabotaging parts. Yes, of absolutely. Upwards now again, but come to self-love because if you haven't forgiven anyone or yourself yeah then self-love is blocked
0: absolutely no totally agree um and i think on that note i think we send all our listeners absolutely oodles of love and we hope this um podcast um really helps you think things through but really open that wonderful heart we've all got this wonderful heart and let's really start thinking about loving ourselves loving our community and others i love thanks you. so much <laughs> Lena. love you too my darling you. lots of love everyone